Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. This week's episode of Zane's World is brought to you free today by TrueCar. You'll hear more about them in a bit, but for now, enjoy the show. Hop on a boat, a car, a train, a plane, it's time to go around the world with Zane. Welcome to a very special edition of Zane's World. Our guest today is none other than Steve McKenna himself, so... Uh, Wait, like Steve's the guest? Steve's the guest. So we're going to do really? our intro. Wow, oh, dude. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Maybe amazing. we should have warned him. Well, here's the thing. I did tell Steve that he should Hold probably... Hold on. I got my... Uh, I got to get ready to be a guest. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I already cracked mine. Um, I did tell Steve that you might want... Like, you might want to stay sober for this one. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Because... Because I know, but I thought maybe you would want to, but I didn't tell you why. But you know, oh, that's not God. fair. What, what do you Thanks. do, Steve? What do you do when I give you advice? Uh, ignore it. Okay. And <laughs> Number do the one. Number two. Yeah. Oh, opposite. All right. We, that's that's all part of being uh, close friends. If uh, if I take too much of your advice, we we just wouldn't be able to you know mesh. So we have some interesting things to talk about before we go to the interview component of this. Okay. I, it's all going to work very, very weirdly. But okay. but no idea where you're going with this. Well, what happens when we go into the interview? It's going to be all. I'll about be Steve. your guest every Got week, it. bro. No, I don't really want that. I just sort I of. Do. You want St- you want to sit here and interview Steve every week and ask Steve questions every week. You think you'll be able, that's be able to what give... people really want to know? They want to know what it's like traveling on the road. With here's the deal, Shane Lampert. Okay, so it's here's horrible. the deal, people that are listening. First of all, and he... Mel Lamprey. Okay, so. So people that are listening, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You have no idea how important it is for, for people yes, to thank listen. Thank you very much. Um, so we'll see how the numbers are on this podcast. If this podcast does better than other podcasts, then we'll have Steve on as a guest more often. I don't know how that's <laughs> going to work, but we'll see. So so if you could tell your friends and... Numbers and have, are about ha- to tank, bro. <laughs> Let me just clue you in a little bit. A little foreshadowing. So uh, Mel and I are headed to, um, I guess when this airs, we'll be in Orlando, Florida, obviously, for the WSWA, Wine and Spirits Wholesalers Association. It sounds not as fun as it is, um, but it's actually... What date is that? mm, It would be April, it would be March 31st, and then Mel and I are coming back on the 4th or 5th? I don't know. Four. Do you know you're not? No, I'm just kind of throwing numbers out. (laughs) So Steve would, so, yeah, he sure would. Four or five, whatever. Throw one out there. No, I was playing one, a game with the girls there. last night at that party. I was like, so I'm flying out of town on Saturday, and guess where I'm going? Trying to get the net. Oh yeah. These questions. Yeah. And I got as far as where they knew I was going to Florida. Yeah. To a city in Florida that yeah. people go to for vacations. And they couldn't guess couldn't it. Guess it. <laughs> I had to tell them. They said Miami. Yeah, Miami. And then, and then, and then Pensacola. <laughs> And Fort Myers. <laughs> really? Yeah, and Tampa. And oh I was my like, gosh. you guys, well, people go here specifically to what's go What's the spring to break a, place? It's like uh, Party City or whatever. Oh, Panama it's like, yeah, City. Like, like, like Daytona Beach. But what I was, no, what I was hinting at. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Panama City. I was hinting horrible. at Disney World. Yeah. Because I thought that's easy. But well, let me, let me say, maybe they're not the ones you should be asking questions like this. Um, and so do, is there news about you possibly having a podcast at some point? No news. No news. No news. But something it's something that's in the works right now. I, yeah. Steve used to live in Orlando, Florida. Oh, really? For, yeah, for how long, Steve? How long were you there for? You lived pretty much everywhere. I don't know. I was there for like a year almost. <laughs> Great. Can you give us some advice? We'll be visiting the city. What would you say that we should do? I would say go to Wally's Bar, which is the number one dive bar in the world, but they closed recently, and it's it's kind of a sore spot. That's actually soul, but that's kind of interesting. When you say it's the number one dive bar in the world, is that is that is that like a Steve McKenna thing, or is it like or like a Steve fact? Well, it's the number one dive bar in Orlando. Wow, wow, I think it's number one. Oh my god, out of all the cities in the world, but now it's closed, so I guess it wasn't. <laughs> or or no, maybe it was. A that tr- was number none. It was truly a dive bar, into the fact where it actually closed down. Uh, oh, it was so good. They had the island bar. They had the the liquor store attached with the wine selection. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great. Yeah, apparently it was. Apparently, apparently tempt- it wasn't. He's tempted me to look it up. Okay, look it up. Uh, uh, Let anymore. me explain what we're doing at WSWA. Um, I'm I'm hosting a a panel. Uh, about um, how to set up your home bar like a like a mixologist, and there's courses and stuff like that. That happens on well, that happens. Sorry, everyone, that was on Sunday, uh, and then when this comes out, I guess on Wednesday, I'm hosting another seminar on uh, 
And I probably should have read the paperwork a little better, but I'll be doing an amazing job at it. Yep, can, that's I, a dive. I can guarantee you. It, while, while yes, was, yeah. it wasn't like a cute dive. No, you know what, no, what a no. great this dive like was? A you, legit can, dive. You, you remember that place in um, the dive bar in is either Dallas or Fort Worth. This reminds me of an old bowling alley. That they made, um, it was such a dive bar that they made like some of the cocktails with Tang and Squirt. Do you remember? It was like, it was like, and inside they had like, it, like some of the tables you would sit on the actual toilets. And then it had like a, um, like Sounds a, wonderful. like an RV parked in there. The one I remember is the one that I, this, no, this was the best, not the worst. Oh, oh, I was thinking of the one that we went in in Utah? season one okay. and I couldn't go inside because the smoke was so bad. The smell was so bad. What's, what's, what up. city? I don't know. We were in buses though. And I remember mm. sitting outside for like, I don't know, five hours. Hold on one second. Before we go down this rabbit hole. Steve said that you're doing great on your Instagram. You have almost 12,000 followers. You have 17,000. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. So, so Steve. Well, 11, 12, 17. Like, <laughs> That's huge. It's just the fact you know that. I like 1,100. Wait, Steve. How many, how many do, you, do I have? I don't. You had 600 at one point. Yeah, remember remember your Instagram moved. got hacked or something like that and you started over? So. Yeah, I had like 30,000, you know, people that were watching Instagram and yeah, now I have. watching Instagram because that's how it works. Um, and Steve would never post. And now my wife, who is a producer on the show. Uh, just started had, an Instagram. <laughs> just started. Has more followers than Steve, who was the star of, the co-star, I guess, whatever, of, of Drinking Made Easy for three years. And then he was on all anyway. So anyway, so I guess here's why I didn't want to respond to Sterling because you know he was kind of right. He's like, bro, he's like, are you trying to not do well at social media? <laughs> I and, know, uh, but so, so so this is a friend of mine from my childhood who met Steve. I mean, maybe once, Steve, once, twice. Yeah, North Carolina. And, and then and awful. then we were taking questions last week, and then fuck you. Yeah, What's his fine. name? Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. Fuck you, Sterling. And then, and then he like wrote the meanest thing to Steve. Said, "Oh, want, I have a question. How is it that you've been riding Zane's coattails for twenty years and you only have six hundred Instagram followers?" Like, all right, I was kind of mean, but but it's be, but it's because it was hurtful because hey, I mean I haven't heard from him in a while. I mean that was his first reach out. I'm yeah. like, come on, bro. Yeah, bro, bro. <laughs> I was like, brah. come on, brah. You know what, Steve? I come get on, it. Come brah. You know, social media is hard because <laughs> Just leave it it's at that. frustrating yeah. and it's like you don't want to take it too seriously because otherwise your feelings can get hurt. Yeah. So I, I get right. it. It's like a love. Very emotional. Thing. How many uh, likes do I get? Uh, <laughs> it, it is. It, it, How it, popular it, am I? It, it is a grind. How and much if, money am I making? If I, I got to know. I got to know it now. Yeah. If I wasn't uh, in entertainment, then... I would not. I, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I don't I think don't, I have anything to do with it. It's it's, no. it's so nerve wracking because you're right. You're like you're putting something out there and then you're you're waiting to see if people like it and you get like this little voyeuristic. Kind of you know, it is. But you it get is. you get a little endorphin boost that they've shown this, and so like people like it. it it like really affects your personality and all these kind of things. I mean, who knows where we're going? Yeah, it's like gambling. It's like you're constantly checking. Mm, it's like know? a fix. If it is a fix, it's actually it is absolutely. A fix. And I'll be like looking. I'll be like. <clears throat> Well, you like my white cat, but you don't like my black cat. Right. You know, like yeah. it's so sad. Um, real quick, as a quick update, uh, we had the uh, our artificial turf put in today. We talked about this last week. That, oh that oh Mel, my god! That's Mel, thing I've ever seen. Mel let me put in a putting green. It's not big. It's probably I don't know nine by twelve. It's pretty big. I mean, it's you not have it's the, got, the it's, runway there. Going well, yeah, the whole yeah. Length of the property. I turned it into a pitch and putt. I don't know if I'm allowed to putt on that stuff awesome. or pitch on that stuff, but I do. So Your neighbor might not like it when the drunk guys come over and put a couple through his window. Oh, there's but, a, there's gonna be, there's gonna might be, want to put a net up. There's gonna be some drunk guys out there tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> Coming over. And then we also uh, we'll talk about this in a bit. Actually, you know, what? I'll talk about this. I want to talk about just the Kickstarter thing coming up real quick. So much to talk about. There's so much dude. to talk about, but I mean, we are gonna it's exciting. Um, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Steve, thanks. We'll talk to you at the end of the show. Right now, we're going to go to our interview with Steve McKenna. It's his world. We're all just living in it. It's time for Zane's World. Wow, this is cool. Uh, Mel, it's, it's kind of exciting to have the, uh, this yes, guest in our show. Yes, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Steve McKenna to the show. Hey, uh, thank you. Wow. I'm so and excited to be here. Wow. I can't even believe it. It's like out of the blue. On a Friday night. Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's like 7.30. No, it's it's 8 where he is. So Steve's, it's, Steve's it's a few in the back. 56 where I'm at, and I've had a few cocktails, so watch out. <laughs> yeah, when you say cocktails, like, is it wine or beer? Because you don't go through the trouble making cocktails. 
Well, I had a martini to start because <laughs> I, I finished every day with a martini. Oh, and a then martini. I had, um, I've just been having little uh, 10 ounce beers. I got cans of beer, 10 ounces, which I really like. What does that mean, 10 ounces? They're normally 12 ounces, so you get a 10 ounce? Yeah, what so is... they're, they're, they're like minis. It's like you just sit like, there and you just How is it a mini if gone. it's two ounces well, less? Are they like the shape of a Red Bull it's, kind of thing? It's five, oh, six. Same can, just smaller, which I think my small hands like. So. All right, so <laughs> listen, it's five sixths of a beer. How is it any different than six sixths? Because it makes Steve feel like he's drinking less. Uh, maybe something. I, I I like the psyche behind it. I think it's like doing uh, seventy proof, you know, uh, rum. You know, you kind of take it down a notch instead of doing eighty proof and just enjoys it all more. Right, well, all right, it, well, it's making a small small boy hands for little. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So so Steve, let's talk about. Uh, do you remember when we met? I actually do remember the the day we met in the green room. Where it was? What in the green room that we met? Green room. We met what? in the green room at Cortland. I'll never forget. Okay. Cortland you were, College uh, you is where Steve and Carhart, I... brown Carhartt coat. Oh my god! And <laughs> so he had a really kind of feminine haircut. It's very long. <laughs> what a jackass! Kind of bangs hanging down to your chin. Okay. I was like, probably. Who is this Greek Adonis rolling up into the? <laughs> yeah, thanks, buddy. Theater. I'm sure that's what you thought. Uh-huh. Are you, wait, and, so uh, I swear to God, and you, you like sat down and you were like frustrated and you like looking at the floor. I'm like, hey, bro, what's up? And you're like, hey. And we started chatting and you're like, I'm the new guy. And I was like, well, I'm the old guy. And uh, then we we bounced right in. We got uh, a lie that you auditioned for a lie of the mind and got Jake, which was one of the one of the best parts you could ever get in theater. Wait, when you go back, I want to know yeah. why he sat down and he was, yeah, why was down at f- the ground yeah. frustrated. Well, I, I frustrated. don't know. I think it was his first day coming in. He signed up to be a theater major and, and came in and you, you were an art major, this double is, major, so right? I, art no, I, so I was an art major and then I was like, what am I going to do with this career? And then I switched to pre-med, stopped drinking just all I spent my life in the in the library, and then I was kind of like it. I liked it. I liked like learning, but I realized I wasn't having fun. So I went back and said, "I'm going to finish up my art major and then get a, a minor in theater." Damn, I wish you would have stuck with pre med. <laughs> Maybe. So look, life's pretty short. I'm having fun. If that's what your your thing is, then that's so amazing. For me, my my brain just operates a little bit differently. So it's uh, funny you asked me. Do I remember the first time I met you? And, and I do. It was, uh, and we've been Steve, friends I don't, for I, now what freaking twenty five years. Yeah, I mean, but but here's the thing. That's, a long time. That's when I joined the theater department in my I think my senior year or something like that no I maybe, think it was junior well year. maybe it was your second or first senior year. it was my first senior year because okay. I went there oh for yeah, five yeah, years. yeah 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 your first senior yeah. year so I, I changed a lot of things it took a lot of classes whatever anyway fell some stuff anyway yeah I went to a lot of keg parties I, I, you know what's Honestly, true is kind of I, I played a lot of golf too which didn't really help me out yep um we played a ton of golf but Steve it's not possible that you and I were at school that long together, and that's where we met. It was a very small school. When we go down to the bars, there wasn't a lot of people. That was the first time you and I met as like both in the theater department. But that's not we. That's not when we well, met. We probably crossed paths before. You, you, sh- you were a roommate of of Grabowski and Maloney, two guys that like we still you know, no. Yeah. And, and I knew them anyway, who cares? All right. So, all right. So are you trying to like go back or did we meet before then? Well, did we, you know me before I knew you? Yeah. Right. buddy. Oh, that's how, yeah, that's like how, that's how it worked. That's how it worked. Uh, what a freak show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I was now, I went in, I got the lead in the play. Everyone's like, who is this guy? And everyone's like, no, everyone was. Inc- oh, they were swooning. They were. No, they were mean to me. What are you talking about, swooning? Mm-hmm. And then everyone was mean to me because they just didn't know who I was and whatever. And Steve was my only friend. Fine, who cares? They were probably jealous you walked on and got a lead and weren't part of. They would. You know, they would the hide thing. my props. They stole my keys. I mean, it was they hid my wallet was sitting out once and they like threw it in the garbage. Anyway, cool school you chose. <laughs> it was super cool. It was super cool. And so, yeah. um, and and these were the theater kids. There was another play that was going on there. Uh, after that. And I remember that the um, the head of the theater department was like, "You did such a good job on the you know the, that first play. Mm-hmm. You want the lead in the next play too." I'm like, "Absolutely." And he's like, "So it's like all or nothing." I'm like, "Absolutely." Uh, when I went there, mm-hmm. I was just ag- I was just agreeing with him. I didn't say it's all or nothing. I just wanted to part in the play because I wanted to get better. Mm-hmm. And so I went there and auditioned for what was it called? Howl at the Moon. 
Uh, Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. And it was playing this wolf boy, John, right? John the Witch Boy. John the Witch Boy. Okay, great. And so it was a long time ago. I remember because... Well, well let me, let me tell, tell you later. Yeah, I'll tell my story. And so I went there and I went in to audition for this, the Witch Boy. And I guess the Witch Boy walked around half naked, right? So maybe he had like a loincloth or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so whatever. And this is so true and a little disturbing. So I went in there and I did it. And I was like in character or whatever. Hold on. We got, where are you going with this? Hold on. Listen. You're going to tell everything? Yeah. So, so, and it was in a theater, uh, what's called a black box, which when it's empty, it's just an empty room. There was no seats. Like, you know, it was just an, a giant it's empty a, It's a room. convertible theater. You can put right. any configuration of set right. or seating in there. It's a, right. it's a black box. Right. Yeah. And so the, like in a movie, like in Back to the Future, when they set up in the middle of the gymnasium to listen to them play or whatever, <laughs> like the table was in the middle of the room Cut. with like three people sitting behind it. And I went out. You could stand wherever you want. I did my whole thing. And they go, okay, uh, thank you very much. That was fantastic. Uh, can you send in the next, our next uh, audition? I think it's, it's Steve McKenna. Like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. So I open the door mm-hmm. and Steve is sitting there in his, in his underwear, mm-hmm. right? Gross. <laughs> Holding on to his bits and pieces. Why? Uh, we'll find out in a second. <laughs> and then he, and I open the door. I go, all right, Steve, you're next. And he goes, and he runs right past me in his uh-huh. underwear, screaming and shouting. And I just like, cl- and then let the door close. And all I hear was, ah, blah, 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 blah. and then the door closed. I'm like, what was that? Uh-huh. So that was an audition, bro. That, by That's the way, what you do, Steve, you, you're right. I had to one up you. You, you took Jake from me you're, you're, at the previous play. You're 100% I had to correct. Command. I was like slinging turkey. I was, I was ready to roll. I don't know what that means. But, and so. The uh, the, I was the witch boy, bro. The next day, Mm -hmm. I went to go look at the the parts that you would get, and witch boy Steve McKenna. And then I go down to like the all. I was happy for my friend. I was like, that's fine. But what what part did I get? I went down the whole list. Mm -hmm. Nothing. No part. Yeah. I still can't believe that. So I marched over to Doc Palmer, the head of the theater department, and I said, "Did march." I did. I, I saw was, you marching. I did. I marched over. And I was like, I walked in his room. I'm like, what happened? Why didn't I get a part? You said I did a great job. He's like, you did. He's like, but you said it was all or nothing. I said, you said it's all or nothing. I was just agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. And so like, well, sorry. That's what happens when it's all or nothing. I'm like, you are such an asshole. Mm-hmm. So now there's a play going on. Mm-hmm. There's 30 parts in the play. Little parts, big parts, whatever. I just wanted to like practice. Listen, that was a dick move. I never understood that. I wanted you in that play. Move. I was, mean, you should have been in that play. It was so strange. It was so strange. That was. There's things that happen with Doc Palmer that I'll just not talk about. Hashtag me too. Because he took advantage of his power and he was a strange old bird and should have done some of the things he did so that there might have been something vindictive that was happening there but it was it was anyway so so that whole thing went steve why were you grabbing your junk when you ran into the room yeah why are you trying to <laughs> listen i was just trying junk? to get in the moment i was a uh, i was playing a, a witch boy which is a basically like a human mountain lion and they're just roaming around looking for mountain lionesses and you just need to sometimes engage that he was trying to fill kind of he's trying to fill know, animalistic the area of yeah. his of his draws so that yeah. he sort of was like filling it because hey, because what, Doc Palmer the part, bro. exactly right exactly right he wanted to be come in and look sexy and he did and he got the part and I didn't get anything so and I don't it's so funny when uh, when I did get the part then the the costume comes out and my costume is basically a Jane Fonda leotard with a couple like you know things sewn on the shoulder yeah. and with one of the whole one butt shoulder on out. one shoulder oh. off like one of yeah no shoulder out? on one side and no butt cheek on the other side so my ass is hanging out. Like your hairy like, butt shows like everybody. Like a man boob butt. flopped over it's the half leotard. It was horrible. Dude. Yeah. I was like, but, what am I so, wearing? So if you prepared okay. yourself physically backstage to look like <laughs> a larger male, <laughs> but wouldn't the minute you hit the you stage. You fluff up? Well, this what you, you, it's not something you could upkeep. He could keep it up, Wouldn't I guess, literally for the audition. It wasn't part of like the performance, but he wanted to walk in and and get all he wanted to do was get the part from me, and he knew how to do it because he knew okay. the audience that he was but a, appealing for the, to. For the part when you run out and you're in front of people, don't you get scared and all your work goes away? In the actual play, of no, course. No, no, in the like. In the nah. No, not no. if not he if knew you go all those. Deep enough, it was the three heads of the theater department. You you said, not I was the witch boy. 
He was the three heads of the, of the theater department, the and he and he knew what he needed to do, and he did it. Um, <laughs> and you're still bitter all these years later. I'm bitter about what I'm. I'm. I'm happy for Steve. So I had bitter. no problem. I didn't. I, I. I don't think I wanted the lead again because it was so much work. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. That would have been it. too much. Pressure, it would have been too much you pressure. Could have I just at least been in the play. We wanted you there. The whole I mean, thing was weird. No, I, th- you, no, I thought that no was one the did. worst part. You did. No one else did. Um, and so, and then the only other play that I did while I was there was one that Steve directed. Mm-hmm. This is Steve used to be. Like Serious. the the guy of the of the theater department, he like d- directed a play. Every aspect of the play, Steve directed it. I don't understand. I was in it. Was I like Tristano? Was that what is that? What, what play was that, Steve? Yeah, I think you were. Sounds like Tristano. I'm a, you were in my one act. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Was that the one with Rob Figueroa? Yeah. Yeah. He was I mean, juggling. I, and I was doing something I can't else. Remember. Steve. Anyway. So when you graduated, what was your degree in theater? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was by a all theater means. major. Absolutely. My dad wanted me to be an architect because, you know, I used to draw when I was a kid. And he's uh-huh. like, you'd go be an architect. And I, I was never like, well, no, I want to be an Steve actor. could draw. So, he, so, so let's jump to now where we, we graduate. Should have been an architect. Um, I'm going, I don't know about that, buddy. Same should have been a doctor. <laughs> we should be a doctor and an architect. Seriously. Look at us, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're awesome. Instead of so, talking about golfing in the middle of the day. So, so anyway, cut to, um, now we decided we're going to move out to L.A. together, get a place together and just like, you know, figure it out. Hit it big. Hit yep. it big. And so I was going to stay behind for the summer and make some money. Mm-hmm. And Steve was ready to go. So mm-hmm. Steve packed up his Astro van and he, had, and he headed out I there. I did have an Astro van. I know. All wheel drive. I had the same car. And Steve <laughs> headed out there and he he lived at the the hotel by the Magic Castle for like – Three weeks, spending way too much money. Yeah. And then yeah. finally got a place living in someone's garage. Okay. Now we're coming yeah. up on winter. Yeah. And he had a space heater and a little, what do you call it, a hot plate? Yeah. I mean, it was, <laughs> and he I got, was and pretty he, much dying. He got sick. He lost weight. <laughs> oh, he didn't even leave the place. I was living place. on McDonald's. I was having like cheeseburger. I was, you know, I grew up in a little town. We didn't have McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Came out into uh, LA and I was like, oh, McDonald's right down the street. I had McDonald's like every well, no, day. It was the and summer. It wasn't, wouldn't have been all that cold. All of a sudden, but... I just... Anyway, anyway, when I had... So when I was ready to head out, which would be like September, mm-hmm. October, I don't know, something like that. I think it was September. I yeah. was I was driving out. Steve was driving back. He <laughs> ran out of money. Uh-huh. He he was he, he lost weight and he just like, forget it. And he headed back. Why didn't you get a job? I had to go home. I got spit out. He literally got kicked out. And so I arrive to meet my, my, my best friend who literally is just like taking a different highway. We didn't physically pass each other, but we were driving past each other at the same time. I, I arrive in LA by myself and now I got to figure it out on my own. But, you know, but anyway. Steve, why didn't you just get a job? Oh, at McDonald's. No. You were walking there every day anyways. Listen, I could not even get a job in LA. No. I couldn't even get a job waiting tables. You could get a job at Home Depot. Like, it is so difficult. Everyone is so mean out here. It's so. You're in Philly. It's so difficult. It's like more difficult to, to get a bartending or waiting job in LA than it yeah. is to get an acting job Very competitive. on many levels. Because I don't know, if I don't you went know. to the right places, I'm no, sure true. if you went to Chili's. Well, of course he did something wrong. I came out, I got a job right away. <laughs> it's not a big deal. We figured it out. All Listen, right. My dad was pissed. He like gave me a credit card. He's I like took his credit card and like went to LA. A few months into it, he calls me out. He's like, Hey, what's up with the twenty thousand million dollars on my fucking credit card? I'm like, Did he feel like twenty thousand uh, dollars wasn't gonna be enough, so he had to add a million to the end of that? Anyway. Yeah, it was like uh well, I feel like you owe me. Let's, he's like, what are you talking about? Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So so now, uh, years later, I mean, this is 10 years later, I get a job um, hosting Three Sheets. Mm-hmm. And I decided um, that I was going to do a few things to turn the show into a drinking game. One was to hide the monkey in every episode. Uh, the other thing I was going to do was I was going to talk about a different friend in every episode. So in the first episode, I, of course, decided to talk about Steve. Like, I'm trying to give, like, a shout-out to all my buddies. Like, oh, that's, like, my friend Bob or my friend Andy or my friend Neil or whatever it is. And so, Thank God you did that. Well, so I started with Steve. And I started to tell the story about how this is amazing. So here, here's how it works. Like, I would mention it in the show, but then we only shot with one camera. So what we would do is we would do the whole interview – and then Curtis, the camera guy, would shoot me. Uh, uh, well, he'd shoot, yeah, he'd shoot the 
guy and I would tell the guy a story mm-hmm. that would hopefully would have a few laughs in it and some whatever. So they have reaction shots of the guy listening to me and I have the guy tell me a story and I listen to him so that we have those reaction shots to like cut everything in, to edit together. To edit together, yeah. And so I tell this story. There was a snow day. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make it quick, but like, there was a snow day in Cortland. Okay. They shut down all in they, college. In college, they shut down the school. There's mm-hmm. two feet of snow. It was snowing so hard. You woke up in the morning. There was two feet. You couldn't drive. They couldn't plow the streets or anything like that. And yeah, so it was like a free for all. And so go right to the bar when you wake up. Everyone headed right to the bar. Okay. And this is before cell phones. Okay. So just, <laughs> I'm just going to go have a drink with my roommate. You had to go to the bar to find out what was going on. And, and Steve was not my roommate. And so I was going with my buddy Brad. And we went downtown. And and every not bar. That, that it was plowed and you couldn't get to school, but you can get to the fucking bar? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I think it's because. Well, they the, shovel the sidewalks. I think it's because the, the teachers. No, it was nothing. Was I think the teachers, professors couldn't make it there. Mm-hmm. Of course, the kids mostly lived close by. So we get to the bar. Mm-hmm. Every bar is open mm-hmm. and extremely packed. Okay. So I walk in and there's Steve at the bar. And so I walk in and I'm like, how am I going to get a drink? It is like five deep of people waiting for drinks. Mm-hmm. And then I see Steve mm-hmm. bellied up. A position, just mm-hmm. rock star, and he's like right at the bar, well, and I'm like nine thirty, and exactly <laughs> before it opened, he helped them open, and yeah. so I was like, dude, give me uh, Steve, give me a beer, get us two beers. He's like on it, whatever. So he orders a beer. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, so Steve is in power position right now. Yeah. He's buying all of his friends' beers. We're all like huddled, huddled around him. He's our one spot at the bar, and then we were I was just, a man, and then we're just like, man. what is that smell? Mm-hmm. What? What what is that? Did like a sewer line break? Like people are like, oh my god, and like no one knew what happened, yeah. and and so we f- they basically uh, we found That's out. Not true. That's not how that went down. It Wait, how long did it smell for that you guys just stayed there? And it was like five it. five minutes of just like little bursts of of like horribleness. Like but you stayed there. Well, we would all move away, but Steve, because he's the power, he would stay. If they left, they wouldn't get any beer. Steve stayed. We all moved away, but we had our our power guy at the bar, and so then we found out later. My position. We found out later what happened. So Steve, oh, this is so bad. This is almost, this is like too bad for for a podcast, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. So so hey, don't tell it. Don't tell it. You nope. gotta stop right there. No. So so make everyone guess. Now remember. Happened. I met my first episode of Three Sheets, and I'm telling somebody this story because mm-hmm. I want them to laugh and like make different facial reactions to it. It's a different story. And and then and as I'm telling it, I can see that they're just aghast. Like there's nothing, so there's nothing horrible. funny about it. It's yeah. just like bad. So Steve, he's like, hold on, and he runs to the bathroom, and there's a line in the bathroom, and he runs in, mm-hmm. and he had crapped his pants. Like at the bar? Cracked his pants. Wasn't wearing any underwear. <laughs> like so had he, jeans on? Yeah. Had like, no, he had, he had a uh, corduroys on. Okay. And so you run, or, I don't know why I remember it. He runs to the, the bathroom, past the line, into the stall. There's no toilet paper. There's an open stall. No, there's no stall. There's no stall. Whatever. It's like a, you just, you just he's, do your thing right there in front of my everyone. Story. He's admitting this truth. I had no underwear, so <laughs> I had to take my T-shirt. shirt off. Take yeah. my T-shirt off yeah. and use my T-shirt to, you know, clean everything up. It's and horrible. everyone is just sitting there watching me. There's like girls horrible. in the men's room horrible. waiting to, you know, use the bathroom. Horrible. I'm like, oh, my God. And, and so he t- and right there standing, was like a star listen, is born. Listen, he t- like, standing at the bar, star is born. Did, did poop come out of your pant leg? Uh, I don't know. More like an explosion. Anyway, so so he goes in, really t- takes off the... takes off his Cosby sweater. Right, <laughs> this is this is the '90s, and he yeah. and he takes his t shirt off, cleans everything up, throws a t shirt in the garbage, okay. puts his sweater back on, pulls his pants up, comes out, takes his power position again, and he goes for the rest of the night. Yeah, come on, what do you got? It's true. Hey, I sacrificed story. the t shirt. I'm not just gonna walk out. <laughs> So again, but don't you think you stunk? Like just people, oh, for sure. you, like around you, you had to have. Stunk. Everyone stunk. It was college. <laughs> no, 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 no not like that. You, Mel, you've been in a car to understand that Steve is missing probably part of his intestine or something that doesn't have the ability to process things that normal human beings can process because of yeah. the issues. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. We'll be back in a moment with more Zane's World. 
holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Let's take a moment to welcome one of the newest additions to our Podcast One family, Offbeat with Ricky Anderson and Mir Harris on Podcast One. Join head of A&R for the Kanye West-founded label Good Music and the music executive turned activist as they sit down for strange stories and offbeat conversations with some of the biggest names in music, comedy, entertainment, and more. Download new episodes of Offbeat with Ricky Anderson and Mir Harris every week on Podcast One. Like what you hear? Tell your friends and leave a rating or review. Let's give it up for TrueCar for supporting this episode of Zane's World. With TrueCar, 60 seconds is all you'll ever need to get an offer for your car. And the amount of time it takes you to floss your teeth, which Steve does, pet your dog, which Mel does. Dude, or you should do... put your Land Rover on TrueCar, bro. <laughs> you should. Or I mean, do... Get rid of that thing. you got like four Land Rovers. Or do a few sit-ups, which I don't do. You can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or even from home. Go to TrueCar and simply enter in your license plate number and watch how your car's Details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate true cash offer from a local true car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in. They'll check it out. You can walk through it together. You can ask questions, get answers you need. So there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell your car or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. Welcome back to Zane's World. So that was in Ireland. Now we get to Wales, and we're shooting an episode in Wales. And uh, I'm telling the head PR person of the Brains Brewery, the biggest brewery in Wales, I'm about to tell them a story about Neil, Neil Bobo. Mm-hmm. And the crew is like, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. No, I don't want to hear about – we, we want to hear more Steve stories. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? I'm like – all right, so oh, then yeah. I, mm-hmm. so I tell the guy a different. No, that's not true. I tell the guy the state the same story mm-hmm. because like a, like a stand up comic, mm-hmm. I'm seeing if I can like tell the story better the second time yeah. to like get the reaction I'm looking for. And here I'm telling the head of marketing. Fortunately, at the end of the interview, mm-hmm. the guy who's like. You know, he hasn't had a drink. I've had a few beers. It was just like, it was very corporate and he's wearing a suit and whatever. And so, but the crew can see me struggling and thinks it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so by the end of the, the, that run, which was then Belgium and Champagne, they're just like, we have to meet Steve. Mm -hmm. We have to fly him out for an episode Mm -hmm. because I did sort of mention him, like besides the story of, uh, the shit story, besides the shit story that I would tell everyone, you know, to get the reaction shot. Mm -hmm. I was also saying like, they're like, oh, yeah, we have this crazy guy. I go, oh, yeah, like my friend Steve McKenna. Mm-hmm. I would just find a way to, to mention it in like every episode. And so finally the crew like brings him in, which I think, Steve, was that? Oh, I know where it was. Kentucky, right? It was Kentucky. Kentucky. It was Kentucky. And and I was like, I wanted Steve to come to Kentucky because when it's beer and like other things and I can sort of like moderate it, like, like it's no problem like sort of keeping up. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Kentucky's going to be all – all bourbon, bourbon all yeah. whiskey mm-hmm. i need like a wingman you know and so steve comes out we were at this place it's so funny you called me up and you're like hey uh can you fly to kentucky tomorrow i was like what no i can't i gotta work you're like well um you have to fly to kentucky tomorrow i'm sending you a plane ticket so yeah. get on the plane at 8 30 and i was yeah. like um okay yeah i mean it's for the show mm-hmm. so we go to a place called the sherwood inn mm-hmm. which is a dive bar, like a true dive bar, but less of a, of a dive bar as much as it is like a bar in the middle of nowhere where just the locals go, whatever, and they have all this whiskey. Sure. And so we got there and we were having fun and just like having a good time. The people loved us that we they were there. If we weren't with the show, they probably wouldn't have loved it when they were there. And and then Mike Kelly, who's a director, he's like, that was awesome. We shot for like an hour and a half. He's like, that's great. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Like – that's not Steve McKenna. Like Steve's on his, on his yeah. On his I was like behavior. all nervous. I was he like, was hey he, he was like nursing his drinks, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I came up with an idea where I was like, oh, I'm gonna have Steve do like a taste test of different bourbons mm-hmm. to t- tell us what 
the different bourbons are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but meanwhile, dur- during that, he'll end up having to drink five shots. And so he will get Steve McKenna. Yeah. And so I told Steve, I'm like, look, Steve, the Jameson, I'm putting a green, you can see this in the episode. Yeah. I'm putting a green toothpick, okay. the such and such. I'm putting a red toothpick. I, I color coded it so he could guess them and be right. Okay. But he, he wasn't, couldn't get him right. I, think I didn't even did. know what day it was <laughs> by that point. And so he became Steve McKenna. Mm-hmm. And, oh God, and, and by the way, so, so did I. Horrible. And he, uh, we ended up take, taking off all of our clothes Except for our oh, boots. Yeah. Zane goes, uh, Steve, listen, if you're going to be on TV, you got you to gotta make it epic. Come on. We're going to do two laps around the bar naked. Or no, we're going to do a lap around the yeah. bar naked. Come then, on, yeah. follow me. I'm and like, then we did what? a second lap. Yeah. Of course, I went and followed him. Of course, you did. It was like 10 degrees out. We were turtles and, and t- turtles in a half shell. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> we look, we look like women running around. <laughs> it was that cold. So we, we go around. We do one lap around the bar. We're coming around the front. We start at the back. We're coming around the front. The Everyone front open porch. The you know, the big porches you like. on the front stoop. Everyone's like, filled. I mean, all 50 people there inside the bar are all cheering us on. So we don't stop. Disgusting. We keep no, running. We, we, we got our hands flailing in the air. It's like, come on, one more. I mean, it was Wasn't there bad. like stomach? Bouncing, boobs bouncing. I see. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But flapping everywhere. Yeah, but we were not really. This we was were like Steve McKenna. Ago. We were pretty fit. We were three shit, <laughs> three sheets. Yeah, we, yeah, we weren't that fit. You can watch the video. We weren't that fit, brother. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, three but shit. but That's then right. but then three we fat. got it, and I had uh, I had designed this shirt that said Steve McKenna, like a definition shirt about Steve McKenna that we both would wear on the show. Uh-huh. So I sent them to. I didn't have enough time to make them in L.A., so I sent. I emailed it to uh, a company in. Now, like some, like a family run a screen printing business in Kentucky mm-hmm. and had them do it. And I went and picked them up and they had reset all the text so that it filled the shirt as big as possible, which was not what I wanted. So if you watch that episode, you'll see how horribly those shirts are made. I still have that shirt. That one? Awesome. And so yeah. that's pretty impressive. And, and so, uh, but then when I made them later on, I made it the way that I wanted it to look. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, those are sort of different. And then Steve those came. Those are big. We need to bring those back. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm in the urban dictionary. I am. When you are, we have too many cocktails, you get Steve McKenna. Yeah. He's telling it's me. kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. And then we had him come out to, to do the London episode, mm-hmm. which was really fun because we were there for a week. They flew mm-hmm. us out for a week because they were doing a one-hour special, and they just sort of stretched it out, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve that and I had awesome. we yeah we sat like one or two bars per day, and we're just sort of exploring. Steve was you know went to the Shakespeare. I was right, we dressed Steve like Shakespeare in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Globe Theater was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep, and at the end, beautiful. Um, like a dream come true for me, really. I don't think we shot at the Globe, Steve. I think we just went there on our own. Just yeah, to, like, we just to uh, check it we out. went to uh, to do that, and it was like. A, a shit show. We couldn't get in. It was like yeah, nice whatever. It's annoying. So we're we like, shoot there. We, but we, we did go outside. We went to the bar that Shakespeare was known to have actually drank right. at. And Steve showed up. Mm-hmm. That was like his debut, and mm-hmm. he showed up clean shaven and sat down, just speaking like you know, giving some Shakespeare, uh-huh. which he loves to do, mm-hmm. uh, like this. Steve, go. Touch me not so near, my friend, for what you've laid beneath your teats. Is more than your concern. <laughs> Thank you. And so he started like spewing out that uh-huh. rhetoric, and uh, it was fun. And and then at the end of the episode, uh, we shaved his head into a mohawk because we went to like a punk bar. Oh, okay. but it was fun. It was good. Um, oh, it was really fun going through customs. Like at the uh, end, who's this dude, guy? He looked awesome. You got to be happy that you had an opportunity to actually shave a mohawk. I've never had that. That would be amazing. I did. That was amazing. cool. That was his first uh, of two then. Because we shaved. We him should in have. Uh, we should too. do mohawk well, May. Well, Let's do some mohawks. My, my God. Um, all right. So jumping ahead to then drinking made easy when three sheets w- went off the air. Um, I was um, going to start. Uh, we were going to do a stand up comedy f- tour first. I think it was the first thing we were going to do, and then we got in touch with Mark Cuban and then turned it into a TV show where we then traveled around shooting TV show the TV show during the day. We traveled around. We we started in L.A. Went, you know, did a beeline for Florida, went up to Maine, yeah. went back to Seattle, went yeah. back down to L.A. I mean, yeah. it was a complete circle. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, it was 90 days on the road shooting 24 episodes of TV and 50 episodes, 50 uh, live shows, 51 live shows. And <laughs> so I knew that we didn't have a lot of time in each city. So it was a good excuse to bring Steve with us. 
Um, and then he would go off and do interviews while I did interviews. And so we just, we sort of broke the whole thing up. And that was Steve doing Drinking Made Easy, where he had his own segments and he was supposed to do the, um, that didn't work. The eating challenges. Remember how bad he oh, was? Oh, that it? was horrible. And then I think at the end, he just started coming with us, right? We just well, stopped You doing can't it. make me drink all night and then go make me do an eating challenge during the For day. For most like, people, it's too much. that would just make a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. I gained 30 pounds in like two weeks. He absolutely did. I remember, remember you, Mel, you took, Mel was our producer and she took photos <laughs> at the end. photos of you guys. Yeah, but at the end, there's a Steve photos. and me. Because it ended at our house before Steve flew home. And there's Steve and myself separately standing in front of the mirror of the bedroom, just like showing how horrible we look. <laughs> I mean, we gained 30 pounds. I went from like 190 Seriously. to like 220. That's a, in, in 90 days. That's impressive. Yeah. During the summer when people were trying to lose weight. Oh, yeah. my God. I came home and everyone was like, uh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. Did, did I got you... like a shaved head. I gained 30 pounds. I look like a, a wrestler. Without thinking about like, okay, I know what Mel's answer is. I was going to say, did you enjoy the journey on the buses and stuff like that? I know she's going to say no. So I want to find something, Mel, that you and I guess as a girl, it was a lot of, you were the only girl with 18, 18 guys. guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so 19, I guess, if you include the bus drivers. And Steve, like, you you had a good time. I know you did. You had a good time every day. You had no responsibilities. You ensured you had no it's responsibilities great. by doing – when we gave you a responsibility, you did it so poorly, we stopped giving you responsibilities, and you were just hanging yeah, out. Yeah, well, time. you know, you got to have a – you got to have an – always got to have an angle. So you got to, you yeah. know, make sure you like, protect like, yourself. Like it was premeditated in any way. I mean, it wasn't yeah. easy, but at least Steve just was like, I just wake up in a new city and they tell me what to do. Like, hey, yeah. my job was to have your back on the road. And that's what I did. Yeah. That's it. And one in case I got into a fight, which never happened. So thanks, buddy. But, but I guess, but I guess <laughs> that I owe that. my one job. I owe that to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we did two more seasons of that. Um, and I'm thinking like my one Steve moment I remember is like Steve – I was like, dude, you can't do this thing where you uh, like we shoot during the day and then you go back to the hotel and then have some drinks and then you go out because yeah. then the next morning you're not fresh. Like need you to just like go back. And so I said, like, I think I came up with a rule. No drinking <laughs> off camera for Steve. And and that was in that lasted was in, less than one trip. <laughs> one trip. It that's one day. For it never. One day. <laughs> we uh we went to oh it was gosh. in it was in Kauai. You'd be, you'd be yeah. so pissed, you'd be like coming home from like going for a walk or a Imagine workout or something, and I'd be at the bar with red wine and a big Well, but we fries. you know, think about it. Mel, you and I we yeah. uh, as the host and the executive producer and you as the producer, we had like responsibilities. Yeah. And Steve, having none, got paid to go to Kauai. Mm -hmm. And all I said was, just don't just drink. Don't when, drink off, off camera. camera. That's it. That's it. And so I remember like it was uh, all the rest of the crew, Tad and Gio and Josh yeah. in the hot tub. <laughs> Steve walks up with like a 12 pack of beer where who knows where he got that, whose room he charged it to. We were there 30 minutes. I'm like, hey guys. And, he, and I already gave my speech. I went back to my room to work and then Steve, they're at the hot tub and he, Steve shows up and they're like, what should we do? Like, we don't want to get in trouble, but uh -huh. like it's Steve and uh -huh. we, they assumed he was like second in command. <laughs> you know, that's what their excuse was. So anyway. I was like the sub star. Uh, um, but anyway, but I mean, look, drinking it easy. It was, it was good times. It was, it was so much work. The budget was so challenging, but we became a family through it and we had a great time. And when the show went away, it was like, you know, it, 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 uh, it sucked. We wish that it could have gone on longer. It was, we know that it was the best, um, like officially the best, uh, original show on HDNet, but then HDNet turned into access TV and, uh, um, and so that was a live music channel and we didn't have a place there. So the show went away. And then, then we kickstarted Chug. There's we, no chance I could have done another Drinking Money Easy season. I know. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have no, been so much work. No chance. Especially if it was one of those like 20, what, four episodes? Four episodes? No. No way. That was huge. That was so much work. <laughs> what a coordination nightmare. Days. We would go out. We started off with two tour buses and like a 30 person entourage and 19. halfway through it we were like one tour bus and a trailer and nope oh, you know 12 people nope. nope that didn't happen that wasn't we had the same buses we rented the buses the whole time but I'll, I'll be honest like it in shooting drinking made easy we it was our goal and mel and i knew that it was our job as producers with a future producing 
to not let the budget constrain the quality of the show. And so we ended up spending a lot of our own money on the episodes. So like the budget didn't cover what we spent. Uh, we actually spent our own money on the show, making it good. So, um, and, and, you know, and, and people are still talking about drinking it easy. It's been off the air for like, I don't know, six years or whatever. And so I feel like we bring that back. I feel like we did that. Well, yeah. So I can lose more money. Um, and then we did uh chug. We kickstarted chug. We got Steve to, to come out there. Um, where'd you come out there to Budapest, Budapest and Austria. You can tell that he's been there because he said Budapest, mm-hmm. Budapest, and Austria, and um, I awesome think awesome trip. It was an awesome trip. Why do I not remember Steve being in Austria? It really was. Uh, Budapest okay. was so hot. Remember, remember the, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was re- epic kind of. Remember the soccer tour, the soccer Summer. tour, the, yes, the apricot yes, tour. Yes, um, yes. So Steve was in there, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I remember. Yeah, one of the things that happened when we were doing Chug is that we were trying to copy this the success of three sheets but we didn't want to be too much like three sheets because we didn't want to get in trouble and from who we didn't know and so what we ended up doing trying was trying to do something different or, or better no yeah i mean we were trying to but we we limited ourselves from doing certain things and they and, and the show and our and the level of fun just suffered for it. It, it and chug just ended up just not being as fun of a of a show as three sheets or drinking made easy uh we, we made a season it, no we kickstarted it it was good it just wasn't amazing uh and then it went on to to air on uh on national geographic channel which was an honor and which was amazing uh and yeah. then went on to uh to air on uh on netflix which was also amazing so it was like it was it was g- really really good it just wasn't great so then well when- i think to everyone out there watching uh you know your fans they they've in their minds, it was just an extension of three sheets. I mean, it's the same show. It wasn't, You're out there it doing wasn't, your stick. It wasn't. It just wasn't. It was great. It was. I thought it was really yeah, good. Was I thought it was. Really, I, I thought it was really good. What I think is great is four sheets. Yeah. When, when, well, four sheets is just an extension of it all. Is, I mean, it's not. Your, your doubt that you're out there doing okay. your thing, man. All right. It's not going to change. You don't. You don't. You're not out there going. Oh, this is three sheets, or this is four sheets, or no. You're meeting people. You're you're imbibing. You're, you know, getting in, ingratiated with the culture and the locals, and that's what's special about it. I gotta go get a beer. You know what, Steve? Uh, right. I want to thank you for being on this episode I'll today. Be right back. You've been a fantastic guest. Um, oh. And then, so yeah, go ahead, and grab your beer, and we will talk to you later, ladies and gentlemen. It's Steve over. McKenna. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I love you guys. Great. I miss you. Okay, thanks for you too. Well, you're here. Might as well join us. Welcome to Zane's World. I think he was. He's interesting. What do you think, Steve? Did you like him? I think he was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> He was very honest, and uh, he was honest. And you know, he he drinks beer, and I think that we can all you know kind of associate with that. There's something to be said. It's so funny. I could see Mel listening to some of the stories that we were telling, knowing that she's heard these stories so many times. Yeah, so like she, cringing, no, just like trying to stay awake, uh, <laughs> tr- like trying to like not pick up her phone and just like go down that rabbit hole. But um, so I love it. I, I love when you bust out the stories. And I think it, it's interesting. That was one of the funnest parts on Drinking Made Easy when you and I would just be like Sit on stage. shooting all day and yeah. hammered. We'd be on the stage and yeah. just telling stories yeah. at the end of the night. And I, everyone loved it. I know. That was my favorite thing. And when we go back on the road awesome. again, it'll be it'll be more like that and yeah. less of the luxury stuff and mm-hmm. whatever. So um, People are shouting out and talking to us. We're like answering questions. I mean, it was fun. It's, it's true because if people shout out during your stand-up, Sometimes they rush the joke or they ruin the punchline or whatever it is. And if you're just answering questions and telling stories or whatever, like, mm-hmm. they can't yeah. rush the end of a story. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. And everyone's drinking, so there's got to be a little bit of leeway. And it, yeah, it worked. Exactly. It really it, worked. It, it, was, it was. It was better. Um, so and, – and, and by the way, I have to say that interviewing Steve as a guest – was was it was interesting to hear some of the the backstory for people for the seventeen people who were fans of Steve. Um, yeah, Steve. And, and seriously, I'm sorry to disappoint all those people. I thought it was going to be a great guest this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was fun to rap with you about old times. Yeah, so I'm we sure. could do that anytime. Yeah, we could do that. Like we could, we, we could do that. Yeah, or we could do it off the air. Um, whole nother. Yeah, yeah, whole nother. Uh, how do you spell that? N u t h. All right. So, yeah. um, Steve, real quick before we go. What's going on with your Bloody Mary thing? 
Because I think we've hinted that there's something going on there. And what's happening? Is there, like, when will that you be in stores? Uh, if you can't talk about it, don't talk about it. That's fine. No, I can talk about it. Things are, things are popping right now. We're probably, you know, the next couple of months is the test phase. We, uh, we're tasting test batches and fine-tuning the mix and all the ingredients and, the you know, the amounts and all that, which is... For me, this has been the most fun thing so far. Like mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're trying to bring a like a game changing kind of, you know, uh, kind of a hangover mix that you know when you you know have a bloody mary, you can throw vodka in it and it'll be a great drink, or you could you know throw it over ice and it will just be without alcohol and it'll like replenish you. I mean, it's like an elixir. So we're really excited cool. about that. We just finalized the packaging. Am I gonna to t- so, am I gonna get to taste this at some point, or do I have to wait to buy it? <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll uh, we'll send you send the me taste. Right now we're in the raw phase, but once Dude, we send me some. You know, listen, like Steve, 10, we'll send, send me something so I can tell you how how Hell horrible yeah. it is because I'm just jealous that I didn't that I'm it's not my mix. Well, listen, it's, you know, you, you helped us develop the whole thing and you're going to, this thing won't sell without your help, you know, and, and, and no, your platform it. and, and spreading the word about the, the, our mix. And I, you know, I, so, yeah, hey. I'm, I'm happy to have helped and I, I'm, I'm excited to see when it launches that we get the final backpack we've been working on for three years Jesus, out here. Better be, was it, can dude, you go to the moon on this dude, thing or what? Honestly, it's amazing it's amazing when people see what it is and i mean like anyway the whole thing gets broken i don't want to like do do it uh injustice by trying to explain what it is here i'd rather people what see is the it, video uh, what does it compare to you know what kind of you know what is your precedence so anyway to do uh, so thank you very much for our guest today on the episode steve mckenna uh you can follow him online at steve mckenna it's basically Steve McKenna with a D at the end. Um, he's super active on his social media. Steve, when, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even know what to say. Listen, I'm going to post something in a couple of weeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Steve McKenna. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Love y'all. Thanks for listening to Zane's World. Check out new episodes every Wednesday exclusively at Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to tell your friends and don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Hey, this is Jordan Harbinger, host of the not-so-creatively-titled Jordan Harbinger Show. We dig into the superpowers of the world's most interesting thinkers, and then we deliver them to you right into your ears. It's more than just a way to get inspired, and I get it. We're not all superheroes. That's why we give you their blueprint and include worksheets for every episode, as well as answer your listener questions so you can live what you listen. Listen free to the Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts and PodcastOne.com. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!